Section 24 of U.S. Money versus Corporation Currency Aldrich Plan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kristen Edwards. U.S. Money versus Corporation Currency Aldrich Plan by Alfred Owen Crozier. Chapter 21 United States Monetary Council. A NEW CURRENCY AND BANKING PLAN Instead of the Aldrich plan for a private central bank named National Reserve Association, it is suggested that Congress create a responsible public institution to be called United States Monetary Council, with original, exclusive, and supreme authority for the government over all monetary and banking matters. It shall not be a mere commission or board, but a new, distinct, and separate coordinate or subsidiary branch of the government with the same control over its delegated functions that the legislative, executive, and judicial departments possess over their respective functions. To that end, subject to such modification of details as may appear wise, it is proposed, 1. The United States Monetary Council shall be created by Act of Congress, and afterwards made permanent by amendment to the Constitution. It shall be a new, distinct, coordinate, or subsidiary branch of the government, with original, exclusive, and supreme authority over all matters within the functions expressly delegated by the Creating Legislative Act. Congress shall have the same control over such council as it has over the executive and judicial departments, and no more. The Council shall have original, exclusive, and supreme control for the government of all monetary and banking matters, and such other things as at any time may be expressly delegated to it by Act of Congress. 2. The Council shall consist of 75 members called governors, a majority being a quorum. The Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, Vice President, Speaker of the House, Secretary of the Treasury, and Secretary of Commerce and Labor, shall be ex officio members, each having power to appoint an alternate to act in his stead at any meeting, the other seventy to be appointed by the President, one on the mandatory nomination of the Governor, or vote of the people of each state without confirmation, the other twenty-two by and with the advice and consent of the Senate. The term shall be four years, the appointed members to be so arranged that one half of those nominated by states and one half of those confirmed by the Senate will go out of office each two years, the President in the same manner appointing their successors and filling any vacancies. Impeachment for cause by the Council shall lie against any governor or elected officer of the Council. By majority vote, the people of any state may recall its representative and substitute another governor. As the National City Bank has 24 directors, National Bank of Commerce 40, Continental and Commercial National 44, total 108, and the proposed National Reserve Association would have 46, it would appear that 75 is a reasonable membership for the United States Monetary Council, representing the whole country. This plan will ensure against any politics or partisanship in the operations of the Council, because both parties always will have influential members on the inside, 
ready instantly to block by publicity any attempt improperly to use the powers of the council. It is a complete guard against Wall Street influences. This plan also ensures to every state representation and fair treatment, and will gain for the council and its acts general public confidence and thus establish a sound, stable, permanent, and elastic system of banking and currency adapted to the changing needs of the country. This deliberative and responsible public body will forever protect the country and its business against the panic-inciting and dangerous evils of excessive currency and credit inflation and contraction. It would make panics impossible. 3. The Council, from its membership, shall elect four persons by open ballot to serve for one, two, three, and four years respectively, the one having the shortest time to serve to be president, and the three others vice-presidents. A new vice-president to so serve four years shall be similarly elected each year. The council shall appoint the comptroller of the currency and such other officers, agents, and employees as it may deem best, and all standing and special committees, and shall have power to dismiss any appointee. It shall fix the salaries of all elected officers and appointees, same to be paid out of funds controlled by the council. But the salaries or compensation of governors shall be specified in the act of Congress creating the council, and paid out of funds controlled by the council. It is suggested that the position be largely honorary, without salary, each governor receiving, say, $25 per day, while necessarily absent from his home and his actual railroad fare. This would divorce the positions from the scramble for political spoils and command from each state a man of the highest character and standing who would serve as a patriotic duty and for the dignity and high honor conferred. 4. The Executive Committee shall consist of 15 members, the President and three Vice-Presidents of the Council and the Comptroller of the Currency shall be ex officio members, the other ten to be appointed by the Council from among its members or otherwise. These ten should be trained and experienced financial experts of the highest standing and character, paid whatever their valuable services may be worth. The routine affairs of the Council and its branches all shall be under the management of the Executive Committee subject to the supervision of the council and its committees and under its rules regulations and bylaws which council is authorized to adopt alter or repeal same to be not inconsistent with law or the act creating the council this guarantees careful efficient and intelligent business management of the highest order five the regular annual session of the council shall be in february at washington d c which shall be the headquarters of the Council. Other sessions can be held quarterly or only on call. Branches established in various parts of the country for business convenience shall be organized by the Executive Committee on plans approved by Council. 6. Every Governor, Officer, Appointee, Agent, or Employee of the Council, or person acting under its authority, shall be selected because of special fitness without regard to their political views, be deemed public officials, and shall take the usual oath of office required by law. And before the annual meeting each year, every such elected officer, appointee, agent, and employee 
shall file with the council his written declaration under oath stating that during his service he has not willfully or knowingly violated his oath of office and to the best of his knowledge and belief always has in everything been faithful to his duties and public trust any false declaration shall be made perjury punishable under the criminal statutes any attempt improperly to use the powers or functions of the council by any person charged with the exercise of any of such powers or functions and any attempt by any person to induce such improper use of such powers or functions shall under the penal statutes be made a crime severely punishable by fine or imprisonment or both seven the council shall have full exclusive and supreme control of the issuance and disposition of all coin and public currency but every dollar shall be full legal tender for all debts public and private redeemable at par on demand in gold when required secured by a gold reserve of at least thirty three and a third per cent council may put such currency into circulation through national and state banks and trust companies on such terms security and conditions as it may from time to time prescribe same to be impartial and uniform throughout the united states and so far as practicable in accordance with general regulations formally adopted and publicly announced by the council it may create a general discount market and rediscount for such banks and trust companies first-class commercial paper under proper safeguards fixing from time to time its general uniform rate of discount using for such purposes its currency and the deposits made with the council by the banks and trust companies and the government which shall be council's only depositors the government shall deposit all public monies with the council and make all its disbursements through the council the council will not be a bank and shall not do general banking business in competition with banks every national bank and every participating state bank or trust company shall deposit with council all of its legal cash reserves not kept in its own vaults and in any event at least two-thirds of its required legal reserve the legal cash reserve of all such banks to be by law reduced to a minimum of twelve per cent of their total deposit liabilities banks may sell drafts against this central deposit instead of new york drafts the interest to be allowed to the government and the banks on deposits if any and charged for currency and rediscounting are factors likely to change with changing conditions from time to time and safely can be left to the wise judgment and discretion of council and its experienced executive committee to be always adjusted on a fair business basis with reason and justice in the light of all circumstances then existing and by rule of the square deal the council will be entirely self-supporting and also will furnish to the public treasury a very large and steady revenue easily obtained without any unfair burden to business or the banks paid in return for the invaluable service and protection rendered by the council and for the valuable immunities and privileges conferred by law upon banks under which they have a monopoly of the right to receive deposits and to loan at interest their mere credit to an amount averaging ten times their net cash assets as the government and its laws make this possible the banks should pay to the government whatever such privileges reasonably are worth to the banks any private business would be ruined by such unbusinesslike practices 
as the turning over of hundreds of millions of government money to the banks, absolutely free or for a nominal 1%, the Council will put the matter on a business basis. This Council plan and its branches puts each city on equal footing, breaks the financial monopoly of New York, takes bank cash reserves out of Wall Street, mobilizes them in one central reservoir, there to be always ready for instant use to extinguish a financial conflagration occurring in any part of the country, and for constant daily use in all parts of the United States where required by the ever-fluctuating demands of business. Genuine and safe elasticity of the currency made to automatically respond to the rise and fall of the volume of trade and commerce and the marketing of crops without danger of arbitrary manipulation for selfish purposes would thus be firmly and permanently established with all its powers wall street then could not cause general panic or endanger the banks anywhere in the country with fatal runs by frightened depositors every bank is left free and independent and yet the resources of 240,392 banks and of the federal government are combined through the Council for the protection of each bank, depositors, business borrowers, and the public generally. A panic, then, would be harmless. 8. Council shall maintain the gold standard in accordance with the Act of March 14, 1900, and a gold reserve of not less than thirty-three and one-third percent of all government paper currency of every kind in actual circulation outside of the public treasury and council gradually retiring all banknote currency greenbacks and gold and silver certificates substituting the uniform full legal tender redeemable gold secured national currency proposed by this plan it shall have power to acquire at par from the banks two per cent u s bonds used as a basis of circulation as the banknote currency is retired paying for same with such new public national currency this in time would extinguish the entire interest-bearing public debt nine hundred and sixty three million three hundred and forty thousand three hundred and ninety dollars with non-interest-bearing currency without materially increasing the volume of public currency. In this way, the government would save the $1,485,024,050 of future bond interest imposed by the 50-year refunding scheme of the Aldrich Plan and $963,349,390, the amount of outstanding 2% bonds to be exchanged for currency, Total two billion four hundred and forty eight million three hundred and seventy three thousand four hundred and forty dollars. Also the millions of currency burned or destroyed by other accident, the benefit from which under the Aldrich plan would go to the banks. And the government also would get pay for use of its surplus revenues. It shall be lawful for any holder of national currency to present same and demand the actual gold for any legitimate business objects but organized raids upon the public gold reserves made for the purpose of embarrassing the government or forcing the issuing of government bonds shall be made a felony punishable by a fine equal to the amount of the currency presented for redemption for such purpose and by imprisonment not more than ten years it is even more important thus to protect the government against criminal raids than it is to protect banks as some states by law do 
against artificial runs. 9. Council shall have exclusive control of the regulation of banks and may make, alter, or rescind any rules and regulations for such purpose, not inconsistent with law, that it may deem necessary and to aid in making such regulation more effective in the interest of depositors and the public, Congress shall so amend the National Bank Act that suitable criminal penalties will be imposed upon bank officials and directors who knowingly violate the law, including punishment of any bank official for accepting or demanding any commission on loans made or securities bought by his bank, or practicing discrimination between customers in the matter of interest paid on deposits, or charged for loans or other service rendered by the bank, or for directly or indirectly charging a greater rate of interest than 6% per annum on any kind of loan or discount, or for making or calling any loan with the object of extortion, or forcing the sale of pledged securities or property or the manipulation of the quotation prices of any security listed on any stock exchange. This would stop the scandal of the use of the banks and people's deposits for unfair stock market manipulations, and of 10, 50, 100, and 1,000% interest on call loans paid to entice the money of the whole country away from legitimate business and into Wall Street gambling. National banks so prohibited would in their own interest force the passage of state laws to stop state banks and trust companies charging over 6% on either time or call loans, or practicing discriminations between customers or the other evils thus made unlawful. This is designed to establish a general condition of obedience to law, common honesty, and the square deal in the world of banking. 10. This plan, or some modification thereof, is the only possible way to create a bigger and stronger financial power than that now possessed by Wall Street, and no time should be lost because Wall Street each day is getting stronger. It would break the stranglehold the special interests now have on the entire banking capital of the country, and through the banks upon all business, and divorce the entire banking system, state and national, from Wall Street by at one stroke making the banks independent of Wall Street and dependent for safety and currency upon the deliberate, dignified, independent, impartial, law-controlled public institution, operating in the open instead of in secret, granting as a legal right instead of a bartered favor the service and privileges of the council to each bank direct without discrimination or favoritism. This is the only way to give all the people the benefit due to increase of general wealth, regulate rates of interest, the price of money and credit, by preserving and protecting free competition for loans between separated and independent banks. Instead of destroying competition and establishing complete bank and money monopoly by act of Congress, as proposed by the Aldrich Plan, this is the only way to curb or destroy the excessive, growing, and dangerous financial, industrial, and political despotism of high finance, emancipate the banks and all business from the multiplying and intolerable evils of the present, and reestablish industrial liberty and financial freedom in the Republic. A banking and monetary reform consummated on these lines would be a great and lasting national blessing 
second only to the Constitution of the United States. 11. This council plan is in line with the rising spirit of the hour that seeks at all hazard to preserve popular government by maintaining or increasing direct control by the people over their own affairs and welfare. The Aldrich plan is the direct contrary. It deprives the people, and even their government, of any effective voice, control, regulation, or restraint over the private corporation that would monopolize their entire money supply and possess powers that can be used to make or break the business welfare of every individual and corporation and the prosperity of the nation. At the very moment when the whole power of government is being exerted to regulate and restrain lawful combines and destroy lawless trusts, the Aldrich Bill boldly proposes that Congress actually legalize a great money combine, a trust of the trusts. Shall the public currency forever be controlled by a council with the source of power in the people, or by a private corporation with the people and government eliminated and the source of power exclusively in the beneficiary banks? Is it to be Aldrich's National Reserve Association or the People's United States Monetary Council? Shall it be an unrestrained private central bank or a law-controlled public institution? The Aldrich Bill actually is pending now. Congress soon will decide. The people without delay should make their will known. They should require every candidate for president and Congress to publicly pledge himself, take no man high or low for granted. Both parties should take a position for or against. This must be made the chief issue of the 1912 campaign. It is the only safe course for the people. Shall it be United States money or private corporation currency? End of chapter 21